No doubt life will offer a few bitter or hurtful experiences that are hard to swallow, but that shouldn't be a regular reality for your life as a believer. And so today we're talking about biblical reasons why the door to unwanted pain is open and how we can shut those doors on this week's episode of the Woman Pray Podcast. I hope that you'll join me. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself. Pray. Stop grumbling. Pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to The Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of The Woman Pray Podcast. When bad things happen, it may be counterintuitive to ask why, but no doubt why is what we all want to know. It's a logical question, especially when pressure from problems mount or the grip of anguish tightens or situations attached with agony just seem to continue on and on. When there's pain on any level, we all ask ourselves or we ask others with disappointment and desperation, why? And so on this week's episode, we want to look at a few reasons for suffering or hardship and problems that go beyond the explanation of how we're living in a broken world and point primarily to known and unknown things in our own lives. Now, some reasons are obvious, others are not so much, but we're talking about the reasons doors to hardship open. Now, before we get started, however, I want to remind you of a couple of things because this is good news. Number one, Woman Pray Carpool, it launched yesterday, September the 5th. And if you struggle to pray, if you would like encouragement to pray, or if you just would enjoy another voice praying alongside yours, This Woman Pray Carpool is just for you. Each weekday, a prayer leader from all over the country will pray with you and for you. And all you have to do is sign up at womanpray.com. And then a link will be shared for you to use during your commute or even while you're at home. It's just that simple. Number two, we're about a month away from two opportunities that will impact even change your life. And the first one is The Gathering. On October the 20th, women from all over will come together to seek the face of God from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. We'll gather online as well as in person to seek his face. And I'm very sure that God is going to meet with us. And so I say to you, like like Moses told Pharaoh, let my people go so that they may worship me. I'm saying to you, take the day off from work right now so that we can all worship the Father together. Also in October begins our four-week cycle of mentoring. God gives wisdom and he uses people to shape and form us. And Woman Pray Mentoring is the place to hear the truth of God's word and make some real tweaks in response so that there is a better reality. No more delay and no more excuses. Amen. Alrighty, finally, I'm on Facebook Live each Sunday night for the Prayer Watch, and I'd love for you to join me as we pray one for another. It happens each Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Alrighty, let's look at the biblical reasons why people experience various levels of hardship and problems in life. I'm just going to list them, but I encourage you to really hear and acknowledge what God is saying to you as a Christian. In other words, we're not placing blame on others and we're not blaming God, but we're considering what's at work in our own lives so that we can make the needed adjustments. And as you consider, remember that change can happen and change can happen overnight. So let's begin. When I look at scripture, I see a few places that give reasons for trials and hardship and fear and adversity and futility and anguish of heart. And I want to start, I want to start, excuse me, with suffering. Suffering because so many Christians define every problem in life as suffering for Jesus, when that couldn't be further than the truth, at least based upon the Bible. Having a flat tire or being overlooked for a promotion is not necessarily suffering for Christ or even becoming physically ill. It doesn't mean that you're suffering for Christ. First Peter says, that since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind. For he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he should no longer live the rest of his time in the flesh for the lust of men, but for the will of God. And so if you're suffering for Christ, it means that you're no longer letting your flesh dictate your life. You're no longer responding to people or situations based upon what you think or how you feel because you have been crucified with Christ. And now Christ, who is your life, appears in every situation. And so when you endure hardship because you are being obedient to the word of God, when you share with Paul for the suffering of the gospel through persecution, as another example, this is suffering for Christ. And it's for the right reasons. So no need to fret. You are a partaker of Christ's suffering and you can have exceeding joy. So never apologize for this kind of pain. Commit yourself instead to the one who judges righteously, just like Jesus did. And then know that God sees and he hears. And he is your vindication and the rewarder of a crown of glory that will not fade away. Hallelujah. Now, on the flip side, not only is Christ our example, but Israel is our example, and we can see it in Nehemiah chapter 9. It tells us how God demonstrated mercy and loving kindness as well as provision and sustenance, but it also says that based upon Israel's behavior, their disobedience to God, he delivered them into the hand of their enemies. That's verse 27. Could it be that your conscious decision to reject what you know scripture calls you to has opened the door to oppression or hardship or the kind of yoke from others that restrains and restricts you from the blessings that you have known in past or have heard is happening in other people's lives or is even promised to you in scripture? Whether we're talking about financial oppression or it just feels like you've lost favor and kindness from people or you've become newly acquainted with pain and sorrow and distress. It may seem completely unrelated from spiritual matters, but unforeseen issues in your life can be the result of rebellion. Rebellion that's no longer tolerated because you know what's right to do and you're choosing not to do it. It's called sin. And the only recourse for change is repentance where motives are not just to get back to business as usual, but your motive is to be restored in relationship with God. 
And so a word to the wise is sufficient. But now number three, Christians will experience suffering because Jesus's parable in Mark chapter four reveals how we who believe must be established in what is written. It's not enough to hear the word of God and get excited over it because tribulation or persecution will come, the scripture says, for the word's sake. So you don't have to wonder if you're going to have trouble as a believer because of the word of God within you, you know that you will have trouble. Even Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulation, but to be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. And so if you are established in the word and the word is established in you, your response to trouble will be to use your faith to overcome the world. The example we have is Jesus. The crowds were coming to him, ready to push him off of the cliff because of offense. But Jesus just walked through the crowd onto his next assignment. So why? Because you are a child of God and you can, you can also do the word of God and do it quickly so that the trouble won't last just like Jesus did. But if you're not willing to do the word, I'm very sure you'll stumble and then you'll blame everyone and everything around for what's wrong in life rather than appreciate that this is a part of the course for the Christian. Which leads us to James chapter 1 in my mind because we're told that our faith will be tried. But once the trial is over, once we've proven who we are, proven that we love God, we will receive the crown of righteousness. So trouble could have come into your life because it's time to prove that you truly believe what you've been singing. It's time to prove what you've been confessing and telling others. It's time for you to demonstrate your faith even when the situations or circumstances within your life contradict the promises found in scripture. Yet, you have determined to believe regardless. This is what it means to stand, no matter how high the metaphorical floodwaters rise or how hard the wind blows and the rain beats on your house. You stand because you're anchored in the hope that does not disappoint. But it's met with exceeding joy and not grumbling or complaining or disputing or even apostasy. That's where you walk away. That's called stumbling. I hope this is blessing you because as Christians, we need encouragement and knowing some of the biblical reasons for challenges faced can give fortitude and strengthen your resolve. So if we continue with reasons, we must look at John 15 because it says that pruning is a reality for every Christian. It enables us to bring forth more fruit in our lives. Now, I don't know what your particular pruning will look like, but something will be taken away. Something you're strong in, something you hold dear, something that makes you feel accomplished. It will be something that you thrive in or somehow well, whatever it is, it'll be removed from you, taken. And so just to make the point, remember, pruning is real, but it's not bad. If you've ever seen a tree pruned, it can look like it's been ruined, killed, cut to the nub. But the reality is pruning makes the tree stronger for the next season. So never lament during pruning season because it's a time where you're being refined in character and in other ways that will make 
make you stronger as a person, more confident in your father and more dependent on him so that you produce on levels that exceed what your past has looked like. You'll produce confidence on levels that are far beyond what your past was. Now, if you'll allow, this is the time that Woman Pray Mentoring will absolutely position you to see his work unfolding your life because I'm walking with you during the pruning process. Okay, now another reason for problems and difficulty is based upon what Jesus told Simon Peter. And that was that Satan's desire was to sift him as wheat. But Jesus said, I have prayed for you, Simon. Well, Jesus is at the right hand of God and he is still interceding. He is still praying for you. Because in the same way that Satan asked for Simon and in the same way that he came to accuse Job before God, he sits to sift you. He's accusing you before our Father. But Jesus is praying for you to be restored regardless of the attack in or on your life. So wherever you feel defeated or deflated, whatever it is that makes you feel like you're a failure or whatever temptation has come to convince you to doubt God or give up or just walk away from your faith, that place is the work of the enemy and you must resist him and submit to God. When you do, he will flee and you can strengthen your brother, comfort others with the comfort you yourself have received. It doesn't matter if you feel like you're in the wilderness of life or the desert. I am very sure that both Simon and Job felt the same. They felt abandoned or confused. So it's not strange. This is where you, this is where you continue in joy because God has not left you. The accuser may be trying to discredit you, but God has justified you so that you can say, if God be for me, who can be against me? So prove God right and be found faithful before the Lord. Prove God right and, and walk with integrity and uprightness of heart even through the darkness. Prove to the world that your God is faithful and so are you. Now, number six. Romans talks about the wrath of God being revealed when we give ourselves over to idols or in suppressed truth and unrighteousness. That's when we become self-seeking and obey unrighteousness. Chapter 2 is clear about how our thoughts become futile and we're no longer retaining God in our knowledge. And then we become unthankful and unwilling to glorify Him. Well, when this happens, we open the door to indignation, wrath, tribulation, and anguish of heart. Now, I know people like to say that the God of the Old Testament is not the same as the God of the New Testament. But remember, He changes not. And while we experience new mercies daily, if we are walking contrary to his word as Christians, we have opened the door. We're no longer walking according to his ways, but we are removing ourselves from his covering, his protection. And as a result, we're receiving the penalty of our error. Proverbs would say, the way of the transgressor is hard. So listen. While I'm not wanting to beat you up, I'm also not willing to let you go on in ignorance as if, God's, as if it's God who's doing something against you when it's your actions that have brought these things upon you. Think about Ananias and Sapphira. They experienced judgment of God because of their unrepentant actions. All righty. 
For those of us who feel like there are no idols, no overt rebellion here, and yet you're struggling, I think we must consider 1 Corinthians chapter 10 because Paul warns us not to be like Israel lest we have the same results. And within that list of their bad behavior, it says that some complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. Saints, let's not play. Be honest with yourself, because if you are a complainer, the door is cracked. And if, you're, if you've been complaining for years, well, the door may be wide open for the destroyer to enter your life with destruction of body through sickness and disease, or destruction of family through division and strife, or your destruction of your overall life. Paul said, don't complain or be a disputer, but be harmless and blameless without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation in which you shine like lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life. So when you, when you complain, I'm telling you, you're not holding on to what God said. I tell you, I was planning on giving 10 biblical truths that open our eyes to how we may have invited trouble in our lives as Christians, but I'm feeling like maybe these seven are just enough. I'm thinking you have enough to really inventory your life and decide if you want better, how to do better. If you want to continue in the blessing, then you'll honor God, not taking for granted, just as Malachi says, that if you want financial strength and not strain, you'll change how you look at your money, the way Malachi says, that if you want a meaningful legacy and not complete futility, you'll look at people like David, his life, and consider the kind of sacrifices that he was willing to make. I mean, these and more are examples of what it means to change behaviors so that you're no longer asking why. Why these problems seem to be so pervasive in life. <laughs> wow. Wow, right? <laughs> I know. It may seem like it's hard to consider, but let me just close here, that God withholds no good thing from them that walk uprightly before him, that it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So how shall he not with him also give you all things, that he opens his hands to satisfy every living thing, that he gives things that pertain to life and godliness. And those who come into the secret place, he rewards openly. That those who seek him lack for no good thing, and those who delight in him are given the desires of their heart. I mean, these are the promises of God, and anything short of them means that we must consider our ways. And so I hope this has helped you appreciate that while our Father is merciful and kind and slow to anger and abounding in love, he still has expectations. There are still given standards and a covenant within your heart that he asks you to respond to daily. And when you do, when I do, when we do, he makes us to flourish like a green leaf and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. So whatever overwhelms you, whatever feels uh, maybe too much to manage personally or as a family issue, this is the time to determine what's at work in your life so that you can properly respond and see that all things do indeed work out for your good because you demonstrate your love for God and you are called according to his purpose. Let me pray for us. Father, we thank you so much for being the living God, the one that knows us full well and the one who loves us with an everlasting love, enough to open our eyes of understanding 
Thank you for being the God that reveals your secret counsel to the upright. Thank you, Father, for keeping us uh, close to you, enough so that we may know the truth and the truth can set us free. Set us free, Father, from every lie, every place where we've opened the door to the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy. We pray, Father, for complete deliverance. And we thank you, Father, that knowledge is power and you have empowered us with this word so that we can come boldly to your throne, obtain mercy, and find grace to help us in our time of need. And we do need help. Help each person under the sound of my voice that as we are humbled before your righteous right hand, that you will lift us up in due season according to your word, that we would be a people that stand and after we've done everything we stand there for, and that we would be a people that are willing and obedient so that we eat the good of the land. We thank you, Father, that you are faithful. You are not a man that you would lie and you watch over your word to perform it. So we receive every promise that you've given to the believer right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise our Father. I pray that message blessed you. And as a final reminder, let me just encourage you that we are going to be in Houston, Texas, November 17th and 18th. And I invite you to come and, and, and see what God has just for you. It is the Woman Pray Intensive, and I am very sure it's going to bless your life. Now mark your calendars and register at womanpray.com and see what God has in mind for you.